Welcome to Making the Most of Time with me, Elliot Apple. I'm a financial planner and caregiver. To give you a little background, my dad was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer when I was 25. Our world was changed instantly, and it's been a constant state of change ever since. Since then, I've been learning about the intersection of money, health, and loss, personally and professionally. This is a place to explore money, loss, and grief. It's about making the most of time, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, and financially. There are no taboo topics, no question is off limits. These conversations are for people like you, people who are about to lose a significant other, widows, caregivers, and anybody affected by a major health event. I'm glad you're here. So with that, let's start making the most of time. The finance industry does not make it easy to figure out what a financial planner does or the different titles or the jargon that is used. So today I'm going to talk about a fee-only financial advisor and four reasons you might want to hire one, hoping to make some more sense of the industry jargon and hopefully you'll come away learning some new terms and being able to discern the different ways that financial planners work with people. So it is a popular question. Why should I hire a fee-only financial advisor? That term comes up quite a bit. And maybe you shouldn't hire a fee-only financial advisor. Seriously, there are people who don't need a financial advisor. It's not for everybody. I've met plenty of people in my career who are doing a great job of staying on top of their investments, financial planning, tax planning, and more. They find joy in doing the research, acquiring the knowledge, and spending the time. They also are not stressed out by making life-changing money decisions. As a former colleague used to say, you should have the time, temperament, and talent to manage your financial life. If you do, you probably don't need a financial planner. Unfortunately, the financial industry does not have clear titles, compensation disclosures, or clear ways of understanding conflicts of interest. Let's make sense of the industry jargon and four reasons why you may want to hire a fee-only financial advisor to help make the best decision for yourself. First, what does fee-only mean? Let's define fee-only financial planning. Fee-only means a financial advisor is only compensated by what a client pays. They're not paid commissions, referral fees, or other forms of compensation based on the strategies or products they recommend. Why would you want to hire a fee-only financial advisor? Reason number one, less biased advice and fewer conflicts of interest. Although you may read in certain places that fee-only financial advisors provide unbiased advice, I won't go that far. Every advice is biased to some extent based on our own experience, but fee-only financial advisors provide less biased advice. As you can imagine, a fee-only financial advisor is going to have less biased advice because they don't get paid more or less based on the advice they give. Other financial planners who are not fee-only have more conflicts of interest because they may get paid more if you go with strategy A versus strategy B. Now, to be clear, fee-only financial advisors have conflicts too. The goal is to reduce them as much as possible. If a fee-only financial advisor charges hourly, there is an incentive to bill more hours. If a fee-only financial advisor charges based on assets under management, there is an incentive for money to stay in the portfolio or possibly to take more risk with the investment portfolio. If a fee-only financial advisor charges a flat fee, there is an incentive to do less work. Every method of billing has conflicts of interest, but fee-only financial advisors have less conflicts of interest than commission or fee-based financial advisors in the advice they provide. You can imagine how a financial planner only could select among, let's say, 10 different products. They might be more inclined to choose the product with an 8% commission instead of one with a 5% commission, even if the 5% commission product would be better for the client. I'm not saying all financial advisors do this, but 
I have seen people buy really terrible products with high commissions that weren't appropriate. People can't eliminate conflicts or bias entirely, but in my opinion, it's better to work with someone such as a fee-only financial advisor who has reduced them. Something to keep in mind is that fee-only does not equate to a fiduciary. A fiduciary has a legal obligation to put a client's interest first. You should always ask if your financial advisor is a fiduciary 100% of the time. Not all financial advisors are acting that way 100% of the time. At the end of the day, you want to pay for advice, not a product. With feeling financial planners, you're usually paying for advice, not a product. Reason two, more holistic or comprehensive advice. I know, I know. Everybody claims to provide holistic or comprehensive advice now. It's nearly impossible to distinguish who actually provides comprehensive advice and who doesn't. The way I look at it is if someone works for a large corporation, they likely can't provide holistic or comprehensive advice, even if they say they will. Think about any large corporation you've ever done business with. In my experience, usually there are limited packages or options, certain scripts are followed, and you might hear, we can't help you with that, or the scope is limited to XYZ. Without naming names, any of the large banks or brokerage firms often have financial consultants, and I'm using air quotes with that, but they aren't really a financial planner. They're usually a salesperson. They usually have hundreds or thousands of clients, and their main job is to get someone into a strategy, solution, or product. Usually those strategies, solutions, or products pay them differently. Very few of those companies only pay their employees a salary. Most offer compensation based on what is sold or bonuses if they meet certain benchmarks. It's hard to provide comprehensive advice when your livelihood depends on you selling a solution, not providing advice. Fee-only financial advisors usually have more than the limited menu of options offered by non-fee-only financial advisors. The other thing to keep in mind is education and the full menu of options of the fee-only financial advisor. As a fee-only financial advisor, I get the opportunity to refer clients if there's a need for a product. For example, if someone needs a long-term care insurance policy, I can make a referral to an insurance agent who can help shop around multiple insurance carriers. If someone needs an annuity or wants to learn more about annuities, we can talk about them before meeting with an insurance agent. They can learn the ins and outs of them and decide if they want to talk with someone who can sell it to them. Since I am not selling it to them, there is more of an opportunity to ask questions and get educated without sitting through a sales pitch where an insurance agent might have the title of financial advisor and claim to offer advice, but the solution is almost always that company's annuity or some other annuity. Large brokerage firms and insurance companies may employ financial advisors, but is often only to sell their own product strategies or mutual funds where they receive compensation. Rarely have I seen them offer comprehensive advice that can touch on insurance planning, tax planning, and estate planning. Their advice is usually limited to investments and very basic financial planning. I'm blessed to be able to look at a wide variety of strategies and suggest which ones I believe will best help clients achieve what they want to accomplish. Reason number three, no commissions. Commissions are a big umbrella encompassing many different types of fees. You may have heard commissions in the context of buying a mutual fund where it might have a 5% load. So if you invested $100, only 95 would be invested and $5 would be paid to the advisor who sold it to you. But commissions come in many forms now. They could include commissions for investments, such as private REITs, mutual funds, or other investments, commissions for insurance products, such as life insurance, disability insurance, annuities, long-term care insurance. They could come in the form of referral fees, margin loans, home equity line of credits, or HELOCs, pledged asset lines, or PALs. I want to go through a few different examples where hidden fees often show up in finance and where people may not be aware of it. 
So example number one, a HELOC. Your financial advisor makes a referral to an affiliate bank where you open a HELOC. Your financial advisor might receive a payment for that referral. Example two, margin. They may recommend you open a margin account and borrow from your brokerage account. They may receive compensation for the amount you borrow or even just having the margin available. Example number three, a private REIT. If your advisor recommends a private REIT, they may receive a commission. It could be as high as 10% or even more. Example number four, professional referral fees. Your advisor could recommend a certain CPA or attorney, and they may have a referral fee arrangement with that. So they may receive compensation for that referral or other intangible benefits. Example number five, investments. Sometimes advisors will recommend certain mutual funds or ETFs for the portfolio because they'll receive higher compensation for those certain funds because of whatever the compensation arrangement is. Example number six, payout grids can also affect the recommendation. Some companies employ different payout grids. So if you sell one product versus the other or you sell a certain enough of a certain product, you may bump up your compensation where it could be as much as double or even more. Example number seven, insurance product. Many people are aware, but if someone recommends an insurance product, depending on the product, they might receive a big payday. As you can see in the financial world, compensation is complicated and can come from many places. It's usually somewhere in the fine print, but it can be hard to spot unless you read through everything. Something I want to point out here is fee-based does not mean fee-only. There are certain advisors out there who will say that they are fee-based, but fee-based means the financial advisor can receive commissions. They may be paid based on what a client pays them, but they may also receive compensation for insurance products or other recommendations. Fee-based is not fee-only. That's important to recognize. Fee-only financial advisors receive no commissions, referral fees, or any other forms of compensation. They are only paid by the client directly. That could be based on hourly, assets under management, flat fee, or any other calculation arrangement. Reason number four, transparent fees. Fee-only financial planners charge transparent fees, and this is often overlooked. Remember, if the strategy is free, you are the product. There are plenty of reasons not to go with free products, and I know that sounds strange, but let's look at some examples of why free isn't always free. One robo-advisor out there offers free, and I'm using air quotes there, portfolio management, but they require a large cash holding in their investment portfolio. So let's say they allocate you to 10% in cash and your portfolio goes up 10% in a year. Well, the cash could have earned 10%, but because it was in cash, it may have earned nothing. In that case, the opportunity cost is equal to about 1%. You could consider that your opportunity cost fee. Wouldn't it be better to pay for a service where your cash could be more fully invested and you directly pay a fee for the management instead? You might also get more holistic advice. Another example is zero expense or free mutual funds. There are investments out there that have an expense ratio of 0%, but they can't be held anywhere but the custodian who created them oftentimes. That means if you want to consolidate accounts to another custodian, you may be forced to sell and incur a big tax liability, or you have to keep your account open. In the financial world, there are usually many gotchas and layers of hidden fees and compensation arrangements buried in the fine print. Fee-only financial advisors tend to have transparent fees. If you pay hourly, you know you're getting billed for the time. You can usually get an estimate of the project too. With assets under management, you're being billed for the assets being managed. You usually have an idea of what that is year to year based on how markets perform. If you pay a flat fee, you know how often you'll be billed and what amount. There are no other commissions or other hidden fees. Final thoughts and a question for you. 
Hiring a fee-only financial advisor is not an easy decision to make, particularly for people who have been managing their own finances. Although not everyone needs or wants to work with a financial advisor, for those that do, hiring a fee-only financial advisor is a good route. You'll usually receive less biased advice and more comprehensive advice. Plus, you'll likely have better peace of mind knowing that they don't receive commissions and have transparent fees. You'll know exactly how you're billed without needing to read what feels like endless pages of disclosures highlighting conflicts of interest. And I'll leave you with one question to act on. If you were to hire a fee-only financial advisor, which reason resonates most with you? Elliot Apple is an investment advisor representative of Kindness Financial Planning, LLC. However, in hosting this podcast, Elliot is not acting as an investment advisor representative individually or on behalf of Kindness Financial Planning. The information and opinions in this podcast are for general, informational, and educational purposes only and should not be considered investment, financial, legal, or tax advice. Opinions expressed are as of the date of publication, and such opinions are subject to change. No representation is made as to the completeness or accuracy of the information presented. Any past performance referenced is historical and no guarantee of future results. All indices referenced are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. All investments involve a certain level of risk. You should carefully consider if an investment is suitable for you before making an investment. Please consult your legal, financial, and other professionals to determine what may be appropriate for you.